hope you're tucked in. Cause you are now in bed with Dr. Oh, I'm laughing. <laughs> what did I do? I was breathing. I'm You're sorry, like everyone. breathing so hard. <laughs> this is the phone sex show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, I can't. Anyways, welcome to In Bed with Dr. Sue, folks. I'm your host, Sue Storm, and tonight... Sue Strom. Sue Strom. And tonight we're going to go over some information on how to keep your online business from falling apart, as it has with a lot of people. You'll learn why places like FetLife have... I got an echo again. It's so weird. I'll go mute you. I don't know, maybe. Oh, that's better. No, it's not. Whatever. Ignore it. Anyways, you're going to learn why places like FetLife have made huge changes to their terms of service and what Twitter shadow banning is, among other things. Then we're going to get into smoking fetish with Miss Ashley Jill, who is here with me again, as you've heard. Hello, Ashley. You can flick back on. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Peach Keen. Cool. So we're ready to learn a lot today, but before we do, we have to jump into birthdays. Are you ready for some birthdays? Okay, well, you're not, then fine. Be that way. You're rude. I never know when to unmute now. (laughs) Perfectly fine. Never mind. Yay. Okay, we're going to start with some belated birthdays. April 26th was Poppy Fields' birthday. Brittany Shears and Peaches Galore were on May the 5th. Alana May was May the 8th. And Lady Zavallion's birthday was yesterday, May the 14th. She is in sunny Italy to enjoy her birthday. That's a nice vacay. And now for some upcoming birthdays. Today is Empress Katana's birthday. Happy birthday, Empress. Tomorrow, May the 16th, is Mistress Katya's birthday. Miss C has a birthday on May the 18th. And last but not least, Lady Zena's birthday is June the 15th. Be sure to hit up InBedWithDrSue.com. InBedWithDrSue.com. And click on birthdays to see whose birthday is coming up along with their Amazon wish list. And you can also sign up to have your birthday promoted by the show and online at the same place on the website. I have some shout-outs to do. I want to say hi to Carrie Hill, Countess Cassandra. Hey, Pig Spender, doing the Snuffle Shuffle. This is a wise pig. You would be wise to follow him on Twitter. Angela St. Lawrence. Of course, Angela. If we don't say hi to Angela, she gets cranky. We don't want her getting cranky. That could really not work out well for her subs. Eileen Templer, hi. The original ebony cash diva herself, Miss Black Pearl. Mistress Lilith, Scarlet Fever. DC Dominatrixes, Roxy Moon. Mistress Gambit, Andy Baca, Veronica Vixen, and of course my delicious Diaval, the Tonester himself, Tony. So hello to everybody. Um, very quickly, I want you guys, when you have a chance, and we're getting up into summer, so we're getting up into that beach reading season, make sure you check out Mistress Kaz B's latest book, Sorted Secrets. It's the perfect beach read, as is Barrymore's Foggy Bottom, the, so- the scene memoirs. 
both of these people had their books represented on the new segment that's on the show, which is Dr. Sue's Erotic Book Club, which we need more than ever because of Amazon suppressing erotica. And it's like Oprah's, only it's a lot hotter. If you guys, if you've got a book coming up, you have something that's either just been published or it doesn't matter what it is, that's what we're here for. We want to push the erotica. Just go to inbedwithdrsue.com and click on contact and just shout me out and let me know about your book. Um, the other thing I want to say is because we're going to be discussing a lot of business stuff today, you're going to probably want to pick up Amber Lee Rothfield's book, How I Made 10000 a Month as a Phone Sex Operator. It's available on Amazon, as is Casby's Sorted Secrets and Barrymore's Foggy Bottom. So be sure to head to Amazon and get that. You're going to want Amberly's book because she goes over most of what I'm going to be showing you, except I'm going a little bit more in depth into the legality end of things. But if you're just starting out, that is the book that you want. And congrats goes out to Amberly too for becoming the new PR manager for the 2019 BBW Awards in Vegas, which will be held January 22nd, 2019. If you want more information about that, head to bbwawardsshow.com. And when we come back, it's time for our little stroll down the memory lane, and we're going to look at the wild, wild west of the Internet the way it used to be and the way it isn't anymore. We'll be right back after this. This message is for Flirts on Night Flirt who would like to have exclusively designed listings, but don't know how to code. My name is Robin Wildheart, and I've been active on Nightflirt since 2008. Back when I started, I didn't know anyone who did coding for flirts, so I learned how to do it myself. Now, I provide a service that does all the coding for you. Just send me a message, and I'll explain how easy and affordable it is to get all your coding done for you. Stop worrying and get fast, friendly service. Satisfaction guaranteed. You won't make any payments until you're completely satisfied with how your listing looks. Get in touch with Robin Wildheart on Nightflirt, Twitter, or FetLife. The sooner you send me that message, the sooner you'll get that attention-grabbing listing. Whether you'd like to explore the idea of becoming a phone sex operator or are looking to begin or even expand your independent phone sex business, Lynn of Phone Sex Secrets can help. Phone Sex Secrets offers help and advice for PSOs, including articles on everything from Phone Sex 101 and industry news to marketing to how to build your business. White papers are available for purchase and immediate download including the exclusive Phone Sex Secrets caller survey results, in which nearly 5,000 paying phone sex clients answer questions designed to help you drive your business. Personalized consultation services are also available. Lynn has been featured on Chicago's WGN Radio, ABC's Good Morning America, and elsewhere. She's ready to stand behind you and teach you how to become a phone sex superhero. You can find Lynn on Twitter at Phone Sex Secrets. That's at Phone Sex Secrets. And her website is Phone Sex 
phonesexsecrets.info. Again, that's phonesexsecrets.info. Yo, this is K2 Cocky, and you're in bed with Dr. Sue. Now go and check out my album on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash Cocky Got Bars. That's Cocky Got Bars with a Z. Check it out. It's called Spice Cadet. My best album. Just know I got that kick. And I like that. Dude. We love you, Cocky. You got to check out. Seriously, I have the CD. I got it this week. You have to hear this CD. It's one, it is literally his best. So definitely hit up Cocky. The other thing is, if you're just starting out in the industry, as I just said, hit up Amberly's book, but also, of course, hit up Robin Wildheart. She is there to help you with not only your phone sex listings, she can help you with creating your website, whatever it is that you need to do. Don't worry. You don't need to know any of that. She's there to help you out with that. She's an amazing graphic artist. And, of course, Phone Sex Secrets is obviously there for you as well. So you got phonesexsecrets.info. Lynn has everything you can imagine on that website. There is plenty of resources for you guys. So not knowing how to do this is no longer an excuse. So, okay, it's time. Put up your feet, grab some wine, grab a joint, do whatever you're going to do, because we've got some serious talking to do here. Um, we're going to start out tonight with my wild, wild west of the Internet story. And it can have a happy ending, and it does have a happy ending, but we need to go through quite a bit of truth before we get there, and sometimes the truth hurts. So anyone who's ever listened to this show or has ever known me in my personal life knows that I don't mince words. I have said many times that, in my opinion, we have smoke being blown up our asses all day and later on being blown in your face. And you figure by a myriad of sources, right? And I just don't want to add to anyone's gas problem, which is the reason why I don't sugarcoat anything. So get ready. There's a lot of hot air spewing shortly from me, which is why I said get ready. I don't sugarcoat it, so take this as your hurt bunny warning. Warning one. Okay. I want you to go back to, say, 1997 at the point where the Internet was really becoming more affordable and more accessible, it was like a big blank slate that we could all fill in with anything we wanted, and we did. And it really was the wild, wild west. There was no law, if you were in a westernized area anyways. So what do you think quickly migrated onto the blank slate? Sex, gambling, and commerce. Duh. For more than 20 years, think about this, 20 years already, we've had a pretty wide open playing field. And since about 2008, so say about 10 years ago, those particular vices, and yes, I would say shopping can be a huge vice, it's just more socially accepted. Because seriously, how many of you are sitting on a pile of crap you've bought that you know you didn't need and would love to have that money back right now? Yeah, I can hear the moans from here. Anyways, during the last 10 years, the kids who have never known a world without the Internet began to migrate into a lot of these industries. And obviously, we're going to talk about only our end of the spectrum, the sex end of the spectrum. So during the last 10 years, there's been a massive spike in online presence. Everyone has their own website and obviously more recently social media profile in some form or another. 
Amazon became a behemoth of a retailer and changed our shopping habits, 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 and the publishing industry. Finally, aw, Aunt Mary could get her long-awaited manuscript out of the bottom drawer of the bedside table and publish How to Make Her Hot Without Being Rejected by Publishers, and with a little know-how could carve out a niche for herself in the self-help genre. Or Barbara, who had the lust of a thousand hot-blooded man-beasts throbbing in her soul, could at long last pour out her naughty thoughts and maybe make a buck or two. Porn was no longer something your weird neighbor watched in his bedroom with the blinds down on his VCR. And everything was a click away. Fetishes have become mainstream news thanks to sites like Salon.com and Vice. Reminiscent of when CSI would do their fetish du jour. And the problem is, when mainstream media started to show how women were making money on the internet and off using sex in some way as their commodity... More women poured in, to, and onto the industry. Many from the age group I previously talked about. So, the ladies who only know about a world with an internet. There's a reason why I'm pointing that out. I'll get to it later. Anyways, this overflow started when the economy crashed in 2008 and really started to gain steam in about 2012, right up until now, obviously. I know you're going, what the fuck are you blathering about? I get it. I promise we're going to get there. And for those of you who think I'm shaming any particular anything, I'm not. I'm simply pointing out the obvious. Again, you might not like it. In my world, which is the only thing I can speak on, this means watching a huge influx of financial doms in every personal taste imaginable. Again, primarily because kitschy media outlets such as Vice made it cool to be a findom or an escort or insert any non-traditional sexual practice here. And although I will say that it is the alternative media that helped to give non-traditional sex a voice, with that voice comes more scrutiny. So now we have a sea of women and men online who are selling themselves in various forms sexually, and yes, that includes domination, a sea of folks who didn't bother to learn the rules or read the terms of service. I mean, seriously, who reads the terms of service? I'll tell you who. Anyone who wants their business to remain viable past a year. Go surfing on Twitter right now. Seriously, if you're listening to this later, pause me. Go look on Twitter right now and look for women with their PayPal address in their profile somewhere. It doesn't have to be a financial dom. It's everywhere. But for the sake of speed, go under a financial, look up financial dom and PayPal and see what comes up in your search. Trust me, page after page of profiles with PayPal addresses on them. Now, for an old bat like me who's been around since pre-internet, um, I know that there are certain sites that you can and cannot use in the sex industry. Remember, I was in retail sex toys and dating back in 2000 online, so I've watched. And terms of service didn't change much, but the blatant disregard of those terms did. You see, what has happened in the industry was going to happen. It was only a matter of time. This whole FOSTA, clean up the Internet, blah, blah, was because we got cocky. 
and because they wanted to take down Backpage. And I say we because every single one of us has broken the rules, whether it was using PayPal for payments or for anything sexual beyond that of the sale of a new dildo or two, using Skype for cam services, selling panties on eBay, asking for Venmo payments or Gift Rocket, all of these services and more were never adult-friendly, ever. This isn't something that is new. So the fact that these individual companies are exercising their terms of service, which they have the right to do, should not shock you, ever, ever. We were all playing fast and loose for too long. Not that long ago, you had to use the services of like CC Bill to get your adult website to accept any type of payments. And it was a long and costly venture to do it. But you knew you were doing it the right way. But nobody wants to wait anymore. So other sites came along that allowed you to sell your clips or create a fan site with no cost outlay, which is great. And again, I watched. I watched sites come and go. I've watched sites screw their talent and leave them hanging owing thousands. One just last week, you candy. The good ones, though, have weathered, weathered the storms. And they are still standing. And I have no doubt will be standing throughout this sweep. But every one of us has to take responsibility in this because whether it was Foster or something else, they were coming for us. Why? We got too loud and too cocky, like I said before. It would be great if we lived in a magical fairyland of unicorns and moon dust, where sex is free to be practiced between consenting adults in any form they wish. Oh, it's so magical. But we don't. We live in a patriarchal, puritanical society who will always lean on their hypocrisy when times are hot. And right now, it's hot. Women are saying, fuck this shit, at such an alarming rate to predatory men who for millennia have had free reign with their dicks in their hands, that these same men and their compadres who have the power and the money don't know where to vent their anger, so they do it at us. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last. The reason why FOSTA had such a huge impact is because all the sites that were dancing on the edge needed to go. And in their place, I'm watching again, more and more coming back, playing by the rules, which will keep everybody safe in the end. It's causing people to clean up their shit. But know this, if you choose to play on vanilla platforms and not play by their rules, you will eventually be shut down. It's that simple. So to those of you, and I mean I've seen at least nine women bitching because their social media has been shut down or their bank is kicking their money back or their PayPal was just completely wiped out by PayPal and shut down. That's your own fault. Yes, your own fault. And know this, you aren't the first to be shut down and you won't be the last. This law simply gave companies the excuse they needed to enforce their terms of service, which they had all turned a blind eye to, especially the blatant fuck you everyone gave them as far as those terms of service were concerned. We have almost a whole generation of folks who have grown up not reading terms of service. 
Do you read your Apple TOS when you get a new phone? No, you accept it and you move on. What's happening in this industry right now is needed. It's a needed shakeup as far as online work is concerned. As far as escort work, they got hit the hardest. And, by, and this, by deleting communication lines, but know this, those lines of communication are being restored by many behind the scenes. I have so many sites that I have yet to put up on FOSTAupdates.com that are, like, I'm talking handfuls of sites that are coming back, and they're coming back stronger and harder. Keep up, keep looking at FOSTA updates. Check out all the sites that I'm constantly putting up. I'm constantly putting up articles. Try to keep up with that to keep up with the madness. Anything to do with FOSTA SESTA is on that site, whether it's articles, new information, new escort sites, whatever it's going to take. It's on that site. And if you know of anything or any websites that you guys are using that aren't on the site, hit contact. It shoots off to my Proton. You're fine. Just let me know what those sites are, and I'm happy to put them up. So what you've got to understand, though, is this is going to weed out the good from the bad and allow the cream to rise to the top. Those who refuse to work this like a business will find themselves banned and booted. Any work building up your fan base will disappear, and you will have to start over, which means you will be coming from behind. It's not worth it, but there will be those who just don't give a shit. Some of them are girls who are foolish enough to sit on welfare and do cam work without declaring it. Your days are numbered. And again, all I have to do is sit back and watch the feeding frenzy. With all these people doing what you are doing, the lean times become much, much leaner, like right now. And that's when the boredom sets in. And when women get bored, they get mean. And do you seriously think that your friend from Instagram isn't above letting the IRS know that you don't pay your taxes? You're wrong. Or that you're using food stamps in addition to cashing out your cam work? Or... Simply email PayPal and report your profile or web page with your PayPal address on it, and you've just lost all your money in your PayPal account. Women will hunt your phone sex listings to make sure they comply with TOS to get you tossed off the service. One less bitch. Now, to those of you who are in this industry to try to put food on your table and you have to use food stamps and such, I get that. I'm not shitting on you. I'm getting the one. I'm I'm talking about the ones that are screwing everybody in the process. I get that struggle. My point is, if you choose to do business in the adult world, now listen to me. This is, <laughs> listen to me. If you choose to do business in the adult world, you are not welcome. Now you're all going to sit there and go, what the hell are you talking about? We have never been welcome. No one rolls out the welcome mats for us. So stop thinking that you are welcome everywhere because you're not. And all of this circles back around to my point about some of you ladies who aren't reading the terms of service at your own peril. Maybe you've grown up in this Wild West Internet time and think, who the fuck reads terms of service? Or because Brittany's doing it, you can do it too. If this is your business, you need to treat it as such. Run it as such. 
Don't do so at your own financial peril. Smart people do research before they join any service. And this is all just about running an online business. When it comes to escorting and pro-dom work, you are prostituting, and it's illegal. And say this again, prostitution is illegal in most places. Remember that. Prostitution is illegal. This is my point. Too many people think that because all of this was on the Internet that it was all okay. It was never okay. Now, I'm not saying don't be proud of your work. Nay, nay. Be proud of what you do, but know that it's illegal. Why do you think attorney Michael Fatorosi is holding live seminars? Because this info has to be exchanged in person by mouth because it's illegal. I think during this wild, wild west of the Internet, we lost sight of that fact. And you can get as mad as you want about the laws, but they're there. Now, if you want to change them, I suggest you guys look more closely at who you're voting for. Stop voting along party lines and vote based on what the person is saying. Pay attention to who is running for office and why. Now, I know some of you in the BDSM community are pissed about the recent changes made by FetLife as far as pro-domination and submission and financial domination work is concerned. They have come out and said that they haven't come out and said that it's prostitution. You've got to read these. That's the other thing. When these new terms of service came out, what happened? Everybody went, ah, this is crap. This is just fat life being assholes. And they all closed their accounts. That's an emotional reaction. Stop. This is business. Stop thinking emotionally about stuff. That's where you're going to get screwed up. Okay? You're going to get screwed up that way. So, here's the deal with that life. I know, it, I know it's pissing you guys off. And many doms feel that because they're not having sex with their clients, that they're off the hook, but you're wrong. Okay. After FetLife made their guideline changes, I did some research to see what sites such as FetLife are really up against legally. What, what is the real legal ramifications here? Now, okay, some of you yelled and screamed, came to me and went, it's not fair. FetLife is being an asshole. Whatever. That's an opinion. I deal with facts. And the fact is that if FetLife and other sites like it want to keep going, they had no choice but to make those changes. Again, because we were all playing too fast and too loose. But we also thought no one would come for us, silly rabbits. So when you look at the legal side of things, and maybe you'll see that sitting in these websites' shoes isn't so easy. Those sites that turned tail and closed tells me they were shady anyways. Those sites that wanted to remain open are doing so by complying. Sites such as I Want Clips, they've also just recently made changes in their terms of service as far as exchanging personal information for meetups. Because in the eyes of the law, you are prostituting yourself and they don't need that bullshit. Now you guys can go, but I'm not prostituting myself. Say that all you want. In the eyes of the law, the exchange of money for sexual service is prostitution. Okay? You guys got to get this through your heads. 
So, because in the eyes of the law you're prostituting yourself, these, these sites don't need this because now they're on the hook for this. That's why these terms of service are having to change. So what I did was I started doing some background work in, okay, what's considered a sex act? Let's see what this all is. Let's peel away all this crap and see what the hell everyone's talking about. Okay. When we look at the legal definition of a sex act, it says any act of penetration by anything. Seriously, not kidding. Whether that's penetration of the mouth, the anus, the vagina, the... Um, uh, it, it's literally anything. Any penetration of any kind is considered a sex act. So you can see now how, as we were discussing this afternoon, yes, you can, for example, you can flog a penis, but you can't do the sounds device. For those of you who don't know what a sounds device is, it's a rod that's inserted into the penis is the easiest way to think about it. Anyways, <clears throat> anything that's penetrating. So now do you see why? As a pro-dom, this is the reason why they're saying, okay, we can't have this. Are they saying, you know, you're hookers and whores? No. It's simply going by the legal definition of these words, and that's all they can go by. They can't go by the fact that they still like you because you're a FinDom or because, you know, and I'll get FinDom later. It's, they're not going, oh, we don't like pro-doms. Because I'm hearing stuff like, oh, it's lifestylers. It's, you guys have got to stop this. Okay? So when we, when we look at if anything being penetrated is a sex act, then that makes you a prostitute. Do you get that? You may not like that. And don't shoot the messenger. These are the laws. Go after the guys who wrote them. Go after the laws. Do it legally. So before you go opening up a dungeon next to your local 7-Eleven, you might want to look into your local laws regarding this. Because don't forget, you've got state and federal laws. This has come into play with marijuana. States are fine. But federally, you're still breaking a law. This is how screwed up laws are. But it doesn't matter. you still got to play by these rules. Okay? So, you want to take a look at your local laws regarding this. You want to take more precautions with your advertising. Now, you can be set up just like any escort. Ladies of domination, please. Ladies who are doing pro-domination work. Know that. You can be set up the same as an escort. Guy can come to you and say that he wants to be strap-on work. There you go, strap-on, done. You do it with the strap-on, he can get you for prostitution. You have to be more careful now. So, if you choose to say, fuck you to it all, I'll do what I want, well then, don't come crying to anyone else when the shit hits the fan because you've been told. Escorts have had to go back in time. Word of mouth advertising, triple checking their clients. Some are even getting super creative in advertising in magazines again. Old school, but it works. But understand there are still escort sites up, and there will always be escort sites up. But know that these sites are also used by law enforcement. 
And trust me, law enforcement is pissed about Backpage. They wanted it left up, and it should have been left up. So let's look at some of the things that have happened and changes that have gone down that when you see it from a legal perspective, you might not be so bad. Okay, so you might have noticed that there have been a ton of new TOS changes in your inbox lately from the big guns. Google, I think they sent out a few the other day, Microsoft. This has nothing to do with FOSTA, okay, nothing. It's because of the GDPR, which is the General Data Protection Regulation, which is a regulation created by European Union law regarding data protection and privacy of citizens of the European Union that was put into place on April the 14th of 2016, but was followed by a two-year transition period and takes effect May the 25th of this year. That's why you're seeing more terms of service changes. It's to cover their butts regarding privacy. Not complying with this new regulation is not a law, it's a regulation. It's the fine, 20 million euros, which is roughly 23 million US. It's not chump change. So that's why they're all scrambling to make sure that they're doing this right. Now, you can see how in the face of human trafficking laws, sites like FetLife have to make sweeping changes. So in the case of pro-dom or pro-sub work, if you are making arrangements on their site to exchange any service for money, you are engaging in the act of prostitution according to the law. End of. Stomp your feet, throw a fit, roll around the floor, do whatever you want. That's life, toots. Get over it. Now, they also fingered fin doms. I'm going to tell you about financial domination. <laughs> yes, the sirens call to many women. Here's the deal about financial domination. Financial domination falls under the law as extortion. So all of you engaged in fin-dom work are committing a felony. Do you know that? Again, don't shoot the messenger. Shoot the old white guys you put in power. You put them in there. Sugar babies fall under this as well. So again, when it comes to two parties exchanging money or making arrangements to exchange money on a website, it means that that website is now responsible for that transaction so all three parties go down. As a, website owner, as a website owner, I don't want that bullshit up my ass. So I have to make some hard decisions. And we can get into the whole, you know, lifestylers versus those online debate, but it doesn't matter. Even if all lifestylers hate all folks who are working pro or online, it doesn't matter. This isn't a click issue. This isn't lifestylers against all others. These are business decisions. So again, if you wish to continue in FinDom work, be less vocal about it. I wouldn't be bragging about taking some guy's money on your website. You have to be very careful with what you share. Use your head. Don't talk about blackmail. That's a killer. You guys really need to dial it back. And when we look at the platforms, say Instagram, okay? Instagram. You can get a great fan base from Insta. However, you have to play by the rules. Who owns Instagram? Facebook. So, are they adult-friendly even a tiny bit? No. No and no. Everything should be covered up. And you can't link to an adult site. The same as with Facebook. Now, understand, you can link to certain adult sites. For example, I don't have any problems linking to my sites because there's no nudity or photos of domination sessions. So they let me link my stuff. My sites talk about fetish. They don't show you fetish. Now, can you show what you want on your own site? Of course. But you will limit your linking. 
So a smart person will password protect it as far as any nudity or DOM scenes or anything goes. Now, mainly because you don't want them ripped off. Don't forget, a lot of people out there ripping off your photos and starting their own profiles pretending to be you. So you have that whole, the reason why I would say password protect any nudity is one, you don't want them ripped off, but also don't forget you're giving away the farm. Instagram and Facebook, as far as the sex community is concerned, are persona non grata. And to be honest, they are a waste of energy because most of the men on those sites are looking for free shit to wank to. So now, let's cut to Twitter. Twitter is a friend of the adult community if, again, you play by the rules. They don't mind you putting up hardcore pictures provided you have your account marked as sensitive. If you don't, you will probably be shadow banned. And that includes tits, tits, ass, poon, cock, I don't care. What you think is acceptable is of no consequence, and here's why. Although Twitter has stated they do not engage in shadow banning, we know they do, but not as much as everyone thinks. If your account is being fucked with, chances are you did something wrong. You can't get into shouting matches with other followers. You'll get pulled and your account will be suspended. Fair or not, again, doesn't matter. If you're being harassed, they don't care. No one cares about us. Get that through your heads. So the best thing to do with trolls is to block and move on. Don't engage them, ever. From a psychological point of view, it takes the wind out of their sails, too. It's, it's so much easier. Just move on. Don't get into it. Because what will happen is your account will get suspended, not the other person's. It's the way it is every time. It's, just, it's Murphy's Law. So here's the thing. Twitter shadow banning, although it gets talked about a lot, is actually extremely rare. It's actually more of a, almost like an urban legend at this point. And on, to be totally honest, it's usually government-based shit that gets shadow banned, like if you're leaking documents and stuff. If you get your ass kicked on Twitter, nine out of ten times you did something wrong. That one other time could be someone just being an asshole to you by reporting you for some weird reason. It happens. Again, think of bored females who aren't making money or obsessed fans and clients who have gone off the deep end. These shadow banning sites, by the way, who have sprung up, the ones where you can plug in your, your account and it will tell you whether you're being shadow banned or not, they're bogus. So keep that in mind too. Um, what happens with these profiles, you punch them in, and most of them will make you look like you're being shadow banned when, you, when you're not. So if they don't, because you've got to look at it this way, if it doesn't show up that every other one is, is being shadow banned, there's no point in having the site online. So they're going to show that you're being shadow banned nine out of ten times. This is bullshit. So don't even bother with those sites. They're, they're a complete waste of time. You guys just need to use your logic more. Now, a dom I know had her account suspended after being attacked by a right-wing professed hacker account. And that got her pissed. And then they shut her down. Get it? They shut her down. They're going to shut us down first. You, don't, you do get your account back. If someone was shut down, I shouldn't say shut down. It's actually suspended. You get your account back eventually. You just go into Twitter jail, and usually everybody puts a sideline account up. 
Now, to get shut down hardcore, in other words, losing your ID and, and like, you got to do some seriously nasty-ass shit to have that done. But I've seen some women's accounts get shut down. So she got her account back. We came up with a plan to get the hackers back quietly behind the scenes. So here's why Twitter has these controls on the accounts. Okay, you ready? You want to know why? Do you want to know why everybody's keeping an eye on us on Twitter? Because there's kids on Twitter, you idiots. Just like Twitter. No one wants their kid to look at some of the absolute garbage some accounts put on their timelines. As a matter of fact, to those of you who put out blatant body part shots, if you show up on my timeline, you're muted or blocked. I don't want to look at your pathetic dick, and no one else does either. Yes, men, you are the biggest culprits of this one. So for survival on any platform, read the terms of service of that platform and abide by their rules. Do you want someone coming into your pool party and shitting in the pool? Okay, depending on the party. So don't shit in other people's pools and expect to get away with it. It's the same thing. No nudes. Ever. 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 Nor links to sites that have nudity. Facebook, same thing. Twitter and Twitter, mark your shit as sensitive. Or if you really want to protect your account, really, really want to protect it, make it private. It's a bit harder to market, but many ladies online swear by it. Snapchat, again, same thing. Watch what you're doing. No one is saying you can't use these sites. But if you do, you need to be smart about it. Otherwise, you're building your business on a house of cards. We'll be right back with Ashley Jill and our discussion on smoking fetishes right after this. Do you crave to escape from the ordinary? Hi, I'm Goddess Genevieve. I am a central erotic hypnotist and very creative cosplayer. And I use my silky, soft, velvety, sensual dominance to weave my control all the way into those special spots of your mind where you feel absolutely safe and warm and incredible. And we have a very intrigued So come on. Kneel before me and let's start your good boy training on the SirenVoiceGoddess.com. S-I-R-E-N Goddess.com. And let's start your good boy training. Oh. So sensually hypnotic, you can feel it already. So sensually hypnotic, you can feel it Are you ready to drop down to your knees? at the feet of an alluring and sensual goddess? Do you dream, do you dream dominated by a powerful domino? A domino that will take control of your secret desires and fetishes. Would you like to experience deep entrancement? If you have answered yes to any of these questions, Visit me, Goddess B. Leo, at www.dominabrandilea.com 
or visit my other media portals. Designed to titillate the senses. At Hypnotic Lear on Twitter. So sensually hypnotic, you can feel it already. So sensually hypnotic. Siren Reina. I am a certified and trained hypnotist. This means that I embed all of my recordings with legitimate hypnotic commands. Now, role playing can be fun, and I enjoy a good story as much as the next person. But if you really want to please me, you will hand me over the keys to your mind and let me do what I do so well. Leave little triggers. Leave little thoughts, leave little hauntings, and make you question your reality. How much of it is you? How much of it is me? How much of it do you want to be me? You want to hand me your mind, don't you? You want to let go, feel free, have fun, and relax. That's right. Hand me the keys to your mind. And let yourself be my hypnotic pet. That's right. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Siren Reina. S Y R E N R A Y N A. Enjoy being addicted. And we're back with the lovely Miss Ashley Jill. Hello, hello. Da, 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 da. Okay, smoking fetish. This is your thing. Yes. Okay, so here's some of the things that, that kind of come to mind. Like, who on earth would let themselves be manipulated into smoking or being a human ashtray with ashes being flicked into their mouths? You look at it and you kind of go, "What well, the hell?" Exactly, but like I said, this isn't my deal. Like I and a lot of people think that I'm, I have a smoking fetish. I do not. I learned about this through Instagram of all places. Again, it's not adult friendly, so I wasn't posting nudes or anything like that. But yeah, and I learned that apparently it can go along humiliation with the whole domination thing as well as not. As well as being seductive. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, here's a, the one thing that I think needs to, a point that needs to be made is that smoking, believe it or not, is actually an art form. Yes. And you actually got into doing it not even from a domination standpoint. No. You were doing these really fucking amazing photos. Because you're just you're an amazing photographer, and you were catching the smoke at certain times, and yeah. you just had this way of producing these stunning photos, and that was what seemed to be the most thing yes, that got you that going is on the Instagram. Most thing. That is that is what started it off. I didn't start doing the humiliation. You didn't even do domination. Thing. You started no, out yeah. on Insta just goofing around and Absolutely. blowing pictures. Like yeah. that was all it was. Yeah. And if you didn't even think about getting into domination until afterwards when these guys started coming to you on Instagram going, oh, wow, would you do this for me? Would yes. you do that? And you're like, oh. And then I'm oh. like, how can I make money off this? <laughs> is what I thought. 
Because I'm thinking, well, in another way, it's also like these pictures are so nice. They're not your average selfie pictures. Yeah. So, you know. Like I said, they're works of art. And if if you take a look at true, like the black and white photography, the people that are doing the really amazing looking photographs that way, using smoke is an art form. Yes. And I think we were discussing it the other day that my mom, I remember growing up with my mom smoking because back then that's all anyone did. I mean, they smoked and they smoked and they smoked. It's very classy. Not classy. I wouldn't say classy. Classic, maybe. Classic looking, yeah, because it depends on the person. I mean, there are people out there. Yeah, okay, right. (laughs) There are some who have over-smoked and they're like, yeah, like like, what are we, Patty and and Selma Selma. on like The The Simpsons, Simpsons. right? So that's a classic over kind of production thing. Smoking fetish, I think what – when you're looking at it from a submissive standpoint, it's a very visual fetish, yes, obviously. It it's looking at, they're looking at the lips as they're pulling on yep. the smoke. They're looking at the yes, nails. They're, they're looking, looking at the, at the smoke going the, in the lip, or yes. in the, not the lips, the mouth. They're looking at it coming out of the mouth. They're looking at it the way it comes out of the nostrils, out of the, out of the lips itself. Mm-hmm. They're looking at, all of that, and they can tell, depending on the person, if they're really into it, they can tell if it's a cigarette or not. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing, because I can't make the difference between marijuana. I know I'm going off topic. No, this here, is this but, actually is very important because we have two two subs who have written in. Right. One of them actually is only into marijuana smoke. That's so cool. So explain right. what the difference is. This is kind of interesting. There's a difference. In the quality and thickness yes. of the smoke coming from a cigarette and smoke coming from a pot. pot. Yeah. Or, yeah, pot. So, yeah, like I was going to say is when I do the photos, you can't get the thick white smoke from a cigarette without killing yourself, literally. Well, it's like it's a bluer, and it's thinner bluer, it's smoke. Thinner, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not a cigar smoker, so I'm not going to do that. So, and I'm a huge pot activist. And I've always smoked pot. And I found that when I was smoking it and doing these selfies for Instagram, it made the best smoky, arty, thick, white, beautiful, silky-looking smoke that you want. And it, and it posed perfectly and timed perfectly because it would stay in the air, whereas... With cigarette smoke, it evaporates or goes very quickly. quickly yeah, goes, yeah. I can't explain it. You really. can't. So if you look at when you're looking online at these guys that are doing these amazing tricks with smoke, like with the rings and putting rings inside yeah, of rings, that's pot, you guys. Yeah. That's not cigarette. No. You can only do that with pot smoke or with a vape. Now, oh, okay, vape, vape is completely different too, and that can be a whole different genre in and of itself. I haven't touched vape yet because I don't own one, and they're very expensive. Plus, I don't see the point. I don't get the whole tobacco-flavored, I don't know what it is. I don't know what I'm inhaling. Yeah, okay, I get that. I realize I don't know what's in a cigarette, really. I know I'm killing no, myself, but, just, you know what I mean? But <laughs> Okay, and that's actually a good point. Let's discuss that for a second, because that actually came up. One of the doms is fighting cancer, yes. and she cannot, in her right mind, mm-hmm justify why anyone doing this okay. for that reason. Absolutely. And you are taking a huge health risk. And it's my choice to do this. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And I think that's where the whole taboo, naughty thing comes from. It's, you know, you shouldn't be doing this, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and we do know it is killing us slowly. So there is that aspect to it that, okay, so there's going to be a couple of nefarious aspects to Mm -hmm. it. So part of that is, in some cases, you have submissives who want to see you smoke, and this is the ultimate topping from the bottom, because they want to see you kill yourself. Yes. And that is part of the deal, unfortunately. I have never had anyone come to me directly like saying, saying that, that. Yeah. no they won't but we both thought of that yeah. and that's a good point and that obviously is coming from somewhere so i'm sure someone somewhere it's on this probably, planet of is, course they are of course of course they are and that's just that's going to be part of it with anything it's the same as guys who hunt doms there are some guys out there who hunt doms to try and make them see that they they aren't really dominant oh look i'm i'm more dominant than it's it's so stupid, but they're out there. Yeah. So there's going to be those out there who are going to have that nefariousness to them. But for most of these submissives, again, it's a visual thing. And again, from the hilly, you've got to remember that as the submissive mind, there is always a thread of humiliation in everything. There's, it doesn't matter what it is. Even people who aren't into humiliation, the humiliation thread is always there. So in the case of someone who is into watching someone smoke, you're looking at, okay, so if you're kneeling in front of them, so if you're doing a live session, Mm -hmm. the person is kneeling in front of you, and they are watching the smoke, they are watching you smoke, and now they're like, okay, well, I want to be a human ashtray. So you flick your your ashes into their mouth. Same thing. Yeah, there's your humiliation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, We've got, like I said, we were blessed enough that uh, a couple of guys wrote in, which I I love it when you guys write in. We love knowing the submissive's point of view. Um, and one of this is one of your clients, yes. is it not? Hugo. Hugo came from Insty. <laughs> Hugo is an Instagram guy. So again, see you guys, this is what I'm trying to tell you earlier. Instagram is not a scary no, place. No, it's not, but it's but not no, an adult-friendly place. So. No, but you also, and the other thing is, remember, you're not going to get a lot of clients off it, are you? No. Most no. of them are, are freeloaders. All, yes, and they're all piglets that all they want to do is <laughs> steal your pictures and masturbate to them, which is right. fine, and that's why I don't post a lot as much as I used to on there. Because, you, again, you use it as a tool to bring people to your website or to you in uh, general yeah. and then talk to them. I mean, it, like I said, you can't, like, in other words, if you were to link back to AshleyJill.net, they won't let you do that, will they? Because it's a sexual site, right? Right. So I actually know. AshleyJill.net is fine. I don't know why. That is weird because you have nudity on that one. Right, so. and it's an 18 plus, you have to, yeah. like, right? But you cannot. It will not allow me. It won't even allow. It just it will it will make me think it's popped up with the picture. When you go to the profile, it's not there. It will not allow you to advertise Nightflare, I Want Clips, any other site other than your own. Oh, so it will let you do your it own. It will let you do your own. But it won't let it. you do any of the platforms. No, okay, because gotcha. the, because those are already well known, and I think yeah, they know right. automatically. They yeah. see the URL, and it's it's, yeah. it's I'm sure it's on a blacklist of some it kind. It used to. Now, when I first started doing this, it mm-hmm. it was fine, right. and it was only a couple months after that they switched it really quick. 
Well, so, that's interesting. So that yeah. was before FOSTA. Way, way before way, FOSTA. Way before FOSTA. So there you go. So they've already, they're, they've, they're always watching. So you've got to be careful. And I've watched when I was on there. I'm not on there anymore because I found people to be really mean. Like, well, yeah, there's a lot of trolls. Oh, my God. It's just, it was so vicious. I'm like, okay, yeah. I really don't need to listen to this. But I've watched a lot of women on there who were posting things like um, actual sex scenes. Yeah. And like, and then they get pissed off. Well, I've, they've just shut us down. Well, this is my point. You guys, if you're going to play on these sites, it's okay. But you've got to play within those rules. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't use them. It means if you use them properly, you're not going to get banned. You're not yep. going to get shut down. And nobody's going to take your money. Yep. You I've got like some nudes, but I always have a pasty or I'm so filtered and have so many light little fixtures and mm-hmm. shit on my picture that you can't see holes and or nipples. Right. And so, therefore, those social platforms are fine with that as so long you see, as it's tasteful. Exactly. You've got to look at this more like an art. The other thing I wouldn't be doing on any of these platforms right now is really pushing Findom and pushing no, this stuff. No, I don't do that either. I don't think it's smart, not anymore, because if they're really going to start cracking down. They're going to be watching. And yeah. I've actually had, I don't remember which one, if it was Facebook, WhatsApp, or which one it was. I got a notice saying that they're going to be watching more. And they're going to be pinpointing the ones that are being the naughtiest. There's something to do with that. And mm-hmm. they will be taking you down. I guess it would be Insta. I forget which one it was. Because Facebook is so, you can't put anything on right? there. So there's no way so that I that's going to be I don't know, but just so you guys know, they are, they're going to be watching more. Yeah, and we already it's know that. Snap but. the same thing. Snap is very similar because, again, I'm not on this. Snap is, is it a little bit more adult-friendly? A little bit more because the thing with Snapchat is um, it goes away in less than a second mm-hmm. unless you click the thing and save the right. phone. I don't right. know. Anyway, I don't know exactly. I'm still really new with Snapchat. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. Yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, yeah, you can definitely take a dick pic or a, a vagina pic, and it, they're fine with it. Um, I don't know if you can do links other than cap the picture with the link on it and mm. I don't I've never seen it be a problem yet so I don't know but okay so again understand and that's also because what have you not done you haven't read the terms of service no I if never you, do <laughs> okay. okay so seriously what did I just finish telling you guys to do and who's not doing it? Me. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. But do you see? You're, but you're a classic example because you're a millennial. Yes, I am. And I'm not trying to finger millennials. I'm not being a bitch. No, but it's true. I'm just saying, you guys, because you've grown up with the Internet all yes. the time, it's just, oh, terms of service, whatever, just accept it. Like, nobody reads them. No, not really. But if you are in this industry, you, you need to, to read them because yeah. you see how you're going, well, I'm not really sure what I can use on Snapchat. If you just sit down and read the cocksucking thing, you'll know. It's it's not hard. Absolutely. But I also don't <laughs> use Snapchat for my for business. For business, no. And, so. and some people you can because there are Snapchats like you can, there are now, Snapchats oh, you can sell your Snapchats. Oh, so, oh, I just thought of this. Mm. If Snapchat wasn't able to be adult friendly, then Model Central wouldn't be able to link them. That's very true. So there you go. It should be fine. In theory. In theory. Again, I just wouldn't be going all out with Vagina pics and tit pics. Well, and it's just so like fucking and, like 
Last like year, I, like why are we doing this? Do it because fun and 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 silly and seductive and, 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 yeah. and, and silky and, and fun and sparkly. Let's let's have fun. <laughs> like why do we have to be like? There's my vagina. <laughs> like fuck. <laughs> okay, great. I have one too. I don't need to see it. Anyway. Well, it's true. It's true though. It's very very true. Anyway, yeah. But yeah. So again, we've kind of sidetracked off of the smoking thing. Yeah, sorry. But just read your terms of service. Don't do what she see. Don't do. Don't do what Ashley does. I am a poster child of what not to do sometimes. <laughs> but you also haven't been booted. No, I haven't, because it's almost like common sense. Because I think it's also as much as I I do need to read the terms of services, especially with what I'm doing. But when mm. it comes to Snapchat and those little social platforms, because I am a millennial, I think that we also, depending on the millennial know consciously what to do and what not to do. Like, I know I disagree to do that. with that. Nay. Oh, come Nay. on, dude. I disagree with that one hundo. Why? Because you guys are the ones that because you don't read the terms of service and whatever and you can't be bothered, you guys are the ones that are popping onto the websites and going, look, I can do whatever I want. I can be a phenom. I, I can be. Okay, but I'm just saying. I said some, not all. Give us These some also slack. There are some that are smart. Some. Handful. I said some. Handful, people. I'm handful. giving <laughs> a little bit for everyone here. I said some. Oh, my <laughs> Okay, <God>. anyway. <laughs> I'm just reading what's in. I, I'm sorry. I'm reading what's in the chat room. What are we doing? Do paper porn mags still exist? Yes, Robin, they do. Believe it or not. And advertising them isn't a bad idea. It really isn't. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> just Lilith is like, go all out with the vagina pics. Okay, so we're going to hear. Ashley is actually smoking for you right now. Um, so that's what the windstorm is. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to read Hugo's letter. Hugo. Hugo writes, I am thrilled for the upcoming show about smoking fetish. Smoking fetish is the fetish that sits on top of my list. It has been in me for so long that even though I tried to forget about it a long time ago, it still came back in force. Today, I'm lucky enough to share my fetish with my wife. Excellent. Yay. Yes. And it turns out she developed the fetish as well. Yes. Or maybe it was in her before. It probably was probably in her was. before. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Um, I love hearing that couples play together. Please, it's most of my work is trying to keep couples together. Um, he goes on saying, as far as I can tell, the root of my smoking fetish started somewhere in my early teens. My mom had a friend um, of hers that came by every now and then. She was pretty and kind of seductive for an early teen like me discovering his sexuality, of course. She was also the cuddly type and would let me put my head on her thigh and caress my hair. All of this while constantly smoking her cigarettes. Getting all that attention made me feel great and excited, but I never realized until my 30s that this was the trigger of my smoking fetish. I'm actually surprised he, he was able to figure it out. A lot of people can't figure out the trigger. Yeah. Um, I was in high school at a time where smoking was still allowed. I would look at the girls smoking, dreaming of smoky kisses. In movies, two specific scenes come to mind. And again, this is classic for a lot of men. 
they are very influenced by pop culture. Yes. Huge influence of pop culture. Um, so, and a lot of like, so with smoking, it's going to be all the old movies. So I would imagine that's what we're going to find out. Yep, yep. First, in a James Bond movie, The Spy Who Loved Me, the Russian spy wants James to light her cigarette, but when he proceeds to do so, she blows in the cigarette, spreading a sleeping gas that knocks out James. Oh, that's actually a really good idea. So do you see? <laughs> so that's a classic one. You see where the exchange of power is in that. And that's where most guys who are into any kind of female domination are getting this yes. because – Fetishes are born pre-adolescent, so you're looking four, five, six years old and older. And if you're watching TV, you're watching Batman, you're watching Wonder Woman, you're watching James Bond, this is the, the stuff that gets planted as seeds. And when you have these instances like Catwoman and, you know, this woman who was clearly the evil person that now just made James Bond probably fall over, how amazing is that from a submissive standpoint to see this woman turn That's the tables yeah. on James Bond? I mean, this is so cool. So he goes, I don't know why, but there was something sexy in that scene. Well, that's why. Obviously the smoking, but also the fact that he was knocked out helpless to the mercy of a sexy woman. There you go. The submissive yeah. side of me loved it, I think. Mm-hmm. The second scene is in North by Northwest when Cary Grant lights up Eva Marie Saint in the train scene. All the seduction game in that scene and how she looks at him while blowing on the match makes smoking so sexy and powerful for me. Um, when the Internet became available, I searched a lot, or around a lot for sexy websites and eventually found out I wasn't the only one with a smoking fetish, which is great. The Internet was great that way. It made everybody feel like they weren't freaks because yeah. all of a sudden you were like, oh, there's more than, oh, yeah. thank God, I'm not alone. Holy crap, it makes you mm-hmm. feel so much better. And the number of websites at the time was incredible. The community on, on news groups was great, and a lot of pics were shared. It became a more sophisticated fetish for me as I was now able to identify the style of smoking I like to watch. So see how... No matter what the fetish is, ladies, no matter what you're learning about these fetishes, you can take a fetish and every single person will have a different spin on it. So one guy in a smoking fetish will love watching the hand. Another guy will really like watching the lips. Someone else will be intensely into the type of smoke it is. Yeah, I've had people ask for um, gloves. There you go. Again, all of these subtleties Mm -hmm. that run pretty much with anything, even with foot fetishes, all of it. It doesn't matter what the fetish is. Like I always say, you can line 100 guys up with the same fetish, but when you talk to them, you're going to find something different about every single one of them, which I think is so cool. Anyways, uh, where are we going on here? Ooh, there he goes. Um, found out about, found out also about the BDSM side of the smoking fetish, which appeared to be a huge turn on for me. Things I never thought about before, like forced smoking or human ashtray triggered something in me. Mm -hmm. Today, I'm lucky to live the fetish with my wife. Awesome. It took some courage to tell her, but since she did smoke from time to time, she actually liked it. We include smoking in our sexuality and it makes it even better that it was at the beginning of our relationship. 
I understand the fact that it's bad for our health, but it's our dark little secret. So do you see how it's like exactly like what you said? Yes. It has become this taboo thing, which again makes it more exciting and therefore more erotic. Absolutely. And we have another letter. Now, we got another email in from Stephen. We were hoping Stephen was going to call. I'm going to have a look here. Anyways, um, Stephen was going to try and call. Stephen was actually on the show. I can't believe it was back in 2012. That blows my mind. It's been that long. That is, like, unbelievable to me. Anyways, Steve was on the show. um, He even remembers the day, November 27th. Like, holy cow. I know. You got to know Steve. This is who he is. Anyways, um, he writes, I want you to know that women smoking weed is one of my hugest turn-ons. Yes, because the okay, sorry. <laughs> Go right ahead. Go right now. No, I was just gonna say um, we were gonna talk about the fact that the difference between also um, marijuana and cigarette smoking, cigarette aspect is the tobacco and the tar, which mm-hmm. is the naughty part. The um, marijuana part, which is what comes out of sexual, out of that, is the fact that one, you're getting high. Number two, it's illegal. So that's for, naughty. for some places. Yes, some there you places. go. There is the taboo-ness. Um. And to me, from what I can understand, it's guys, when I've been asked to do clips or whatever, mm-hmm. it's describing the high. It has to Is be it? with the high. Well, Isn't so that far that I've learned. So That's I so hear interesting. About, um, yeah, okay. So he says, I get massively turned on watching a woman smoke weed, even if she's fully clothed. And, of course, if I can see her soles, because that's his thing. He's a foot guy, but not just foot. His was souls, which is why... We did the show with him because it was very specific. So he said if he can see their souls at the same time, all the better. In fact, when I'm interested in a woman, it's almost a deal breaker if she doesn't smoke weed. And besides that, my favorite sex is when the woman and I are both very stoned, which heightens my senses and intensifies my focus on sex. Now, what people don't understand is Steve has Asperger's. Mm-hmm. So you'll find that the marijuana smoke is actually helping him to kind of remain in that moment mm-hmm. with it. So it's, it's fabulous for that. Um, as for cigarette smoking, I don't do that. I just hookah once in a while. Um, but I don't mind a lover smoking cigarettes. And I don't even mind the taste of open mouth kissing a woman right after she smoked a cigarette. See, okay, you want to know, I am so embarrassed if I am with a guy. If I've been dating with him mm-hmm. and I am smoking and he wants to kiss me, I am too embarrassed to do it. It I'm, depends I, on the guy. So see, now you know. It depends on the guy. If the no, guy is if into it. And obviously he is if he sees me smoking and then asks to kiss me or, or goes in to kiss me. But mm. I'm still like, because mm, it's. Well, because it's again, so, it's taboo. Ugh, yeah. And I don't know. It's just so, ugh. So do you, so, but so. At what point is this not going to kill your business if you turn around and then kill the cigarette smoking? Or do you care? Are you just going to switch over to marijuana and just stay that way? I'm going to switch over to marijuana, probably. But I'm also going to be touching a lot of other stuff, too. But, oh, no, I know. You do a lot more other fetishes besides smoking. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. But smoking is what started it. Exactly. Time. Smoking was, has, and has been your thing for a very long time. Yes. And... That's what I, like, you do a lot of other esoteric fetishes, which is fantastic. You do a lot of the stuff that other people don't do, which is exactly what everybody should be doing. Fuck Findom. Yeah, you 
Yeah, you Oh, no. Um, but it's just because it was so easy. Findom became so. Just, me. I don't it's out there so much. I can't do it. No. But it's out there so much that it's become boring. Yeah. That's why. That's why I moan about it. It's because it's not fun anymore. It used to be this really funky fetish that was very seductive and very, you know. Now it's just women standing there going, "Gimme," and it's it's just lost. All of it's fun to me. I just think it's yeah boring. So would I switch over to marijuana? Am I going to be smoking cigarettes for the rest of my life? Smoking cigarettes for the rest of my life? No. Switching over to marijuana? Well, I've been smoking it for like 15 years, so of course I'm going to be still smoking it unless... My rule of thumb is unless I'm pregnant, I'm going to still be smoking pot. So there you go. So yeah, it will be going on. Okay. okay, so what do you do? Because there are guys who are very specific. Oh, yeah. And will say, I oh. want you to. That I found very interesting. Well, I was they will contact say, you and say, I want you to smoke a specific yes, brand Mr. of cigarette, too. Mr. Lilith actually commented in the chat about that specifically, and she's right. Yes, there are some that are very specific with brands. And, yes, I, I have had couple guys ask me to go out and get a specific brand. Now, it depends. Some of them I can't get because I'm in Canada and they only, mm-hmm. we only have so many. But yeah. Yeah, we Absolutely. can't we can't get the US cigarettes. And the US cigarettes are even stronger than Canadian cigarettes. Um you know that from back when I smoked. Um but yeah, like they, that I was I found that interesting when you were getting requests for okay, can you get, you know, a I don't even remember what it was. I can't remember what it was either. It but was it, like, was, you know, I think it was Marlboro Reds. It was Marlboro Reds. Something like Something that. like that. And it was like, oh, this is really interesting to me. So that would tell me that this guy probably saw someone growing up smoking that particular brand would right. be my guess. And that's the reason why they do that. So, yeah, it gets super specific in that way. Yes. So. Absolutely, yeah. It's specific all around. So. And yeah, they can tell what. Sometimes they can even tell the brand depending on the look of the cigarette. Oh, because you can if you if you're Heck close yeah. enough, you can see the writing yeah. on it and everything else. So if like you're a right hard now, Marlboro you Marlboro fan, and I'm smoking, say, uh, I don't know, Paul Mall, and I'm saying it's Marlboro. Uh, I can't even say it properly. <laughs> Marlboro. If I'm saying I'm smoking that and I'm not, they're gonna be like. <laughs> Fuck you, yeah, no, you're not, and I want you to smoke the ones I told you to smoke. Because people, like, they're, you know... When they want it specific yeah, for, for certain reasons. when they're into something, it's just like, you know, if you're into certain food. Yeah, I know what pizza fucking tastes like. Don't give me spaghetti and tell me it's fucking pizza. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. So. But you've also got guys, and this is why I came up with that whole nefarious thing about guys wanting you to smoke and watch you croak, um, is actually came from one of those requests. Because there was a request I remember you having, or somebody got pissed off because they knew you were smoking pot as opposed to a cigarette. And they were like, they were mad about it or something. They were like, you know, you're not smoking that shit. I re- oh, yeah. You don't remember it, but I, I remember you coming to me and going, this guy is pissed off because I'm not smoking what he wants me to smoke. He, he, doesn't, he wants me to smoke a cigarette and I'm not doing it. Oh, and he was like, no, I want oh. you to, you're not, yeah, you, he was pissed I off. Was it was early, yeah, it was yeah. right at the very beginning. And he was like, no, 
you know, I want you to smoke well, this particular type of so, cigarette. Right? Because I think now that I see that now, absolutely. And if this was a paying customer, I don't remember if he was or he not. He wasn't. Okay. Well, if he was, I would absolutely try to do something. But, but at the same time, that also looks to me like, well, why are you making someone smoke? And True. which comes up True. with another point with smoking, which is in the domination aspect of Absolutely. it, the coercion yep. of making past smokers who have quit. Now this is a this is a yes. huge offshoot of this particular fetish. And that is guys who have quit smoking and now you're going to be a dom and you're going to coerce them back into it. Yep. And that's another, it's another thread. It's another so part of it. There's so many things you could do with it. So, yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Yep. Well, there you go. So, we think the, we have like, what? what? I thought we had more of Steve. No, okay. Steve, that was it. Steve okay. was really short. Hugo's was nice and long. Okay. But you can see, obviously, that there's all these different aspects to a smoking fetish, obviously, as there is with any yeah. fetish. And, I'm, and there's some with uh, cigar smoking, uh, for the obvious reason. <laughs> <laughs> I think Clinton like made that kind of well, popular. Well, yeah. it looks like a dick. And, yeah. You know, and bong smoking is a big one because it looks like you're giving head. I mean, I've done a couple clips where you can make it look like you're giving head and then you're blowing out smoke seductively. There's so many different ways of doing it. But again, okay, here we got to watch Terms of Service again, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Most yes, sites yes. do not want so, you smoking So you cars. have to know which ones allow it and which ones don't because... Actually, well, most of them don't. They don't want don't, you doing no. any 420 work because, for the most part, again, you got to remember the business here, yes. the business owner. Okay, so as a website owner, I'm, I want clips or I'm Night Flirt or whatever. As a business owner, I've got to make sure that in order to keep my business up and running, I'm following the letter of the law. And if that means that I have to piss certain people off, well, I'm sorry, that's the way it's going to have to be. And that's just the way it is. So read your terms of service. Not everyone is 420 friendly because it's still illegal yep. in a lot of places. Yep. It's still illegal here. Yep. We don't go legal till July. So they're that. still shutting dispensaries down. And people are like, well, it's not fair. What are they shutting the dispensaries down? This is a classic example of it's not fair. Because the dispensaries are operating illegally. It's not legal yet. <laughs> it's like people get pissed off. Well, it's going to be. Well, it's not now. The law isn't in, enacted now. So you can't go by that. It's the same as I've had people saying, oh, well, you know, Canada's so great. I mean, you can, you guys are allowed to. You know, do escorting, and you can do no, smoking don't. marijuana, and it's like, no, I don't know I why don't everyone. I don't understand why people. I don't get it either. I don't get it. And as a matter of fact, we are exactly the same this, as the and states. And I'm Canadian, and a lot of Canadians are probably going to say, uh, no, and fuck you for this. But uh, sorry, I think that we are fucking right behind the United States. No, we are. We are the U U.S.'s little baby brother. That's annoying. We that's all we are. We are not far behind in that. Nope. Oh. Okay. Everything the U.S. does, Other Canada topic, does. Sorry. Yeah. It just, it's, Other topics. So, no, things are not no. magically delicious up here. Yes, we are going countrywide. This is going to, we are going to be the first country if. to fully legalize if what? No, it's going through. I don't think so. See, you're so skeptical. You don't get it. There's it's already a, a done deal. No, there's a catch. Okay, there's always so, a catch. 
Come July, we are supposed to be the first country to legalize right across the country for recreational marijuana all the way through. You still think that for some something is going to come along and kibosh it, which yep. I get it. I mean, it happens. I, I, it wouldn't surprise me either. But I, I'm holding out hope. They're lying to me, that Jerry. It's a, <laughs> trust no one, but don't read your terms of service, That's you right. moron. That's right. <laughs> You're making no sense whatsoever. Anything going on in the chat room? Um, everyone's gone quiet. <gasps> They're all sleeping. Everybody wants to go to bed. And that's okay because we're pretty much wrapping it up tonight. So is there anything that you can think of that you have not hit on that we haven't discussed? No, we've hit on pretty much everything that I could think of that I've learned so far. And if anyone is interested in Miss Ashley Jill's smoking, you can do so by running over to her website, which is ashleyjill.net. It is a fan site. And you can find her work on what IWantAshleyJill.com, which is your I Want Clippies. That's right. And Night Flirt, of and course. And Night Flirt and Many Vids. And now, Many Vids, I don't have a lot up there right now. I am many having vids we're having difficulties. Seriously, Many time. Vids, we're having issues with uploading, and it's a Canadian site, so why? And like, <laughs> I'm like, why? Ugh, why? So annoying. Anyway, so Many Vids isn't that great right now for us, but we're fixing it. And you are also Clips on Clips for Sale, for sale. Yes, yes, as well. So you, there's all kinds of videos out there, smoking videos that you guys can have a look at. And you've also got a bunch of other stuff that you're going to be getting into, which is, like I said, the more esoteric fetishes you're going to be able to find, such as Ashley is now doing stuff for lunars. Hello. She's taking care of our lunars. Yeah. Yay. So if you're a lunar, check out Ashley, too. And be sure to hit up InBedWithDrSue.com for all the upcoming shows, including a very special one on June 2nd, which is International Horror Day. <laughs> okay. okay, I realize that's probably the most blatant, in-your-face day that you can have. I love it. It was originally, this is, this is going back. To the 1800s? Uh, like, yes. Oh, sweet. So it is, it is like whores of yore on, on Twitter. <laughs> It is it is called International Whore Day. However, it's slowly being morphed into International Sex Worker Day, which is a little bit less brash. No, we're better. <laughs> Anyways, on that day, I am opening up the phone lines to every sex worker who wants to have their voice heard. Whether you're an escort, a dom, phone sex worker, or you had to get into this line of work to put food on the table, your voice matters. This is your chance to tell the world how you feel about what you do for a living. Let the masses know that we aren't all forced into this business. That it's just that. It's a business and a viable one at that. We contribute billions to the economy. And we deserve to be uplifted and not further marginalized. So if you're a sex worker of any kind or a supporter of sex workers, call in and be heard on Saturday, June 2nd at 7 p.m. right here on In Bed with Dr. Sue. And on June the 19th, we have Mistress Mia Dark and Master Blackrod, who are, go- bo- bleh, bleh, who are both going to be with us to discuss when race play becomes racism. Ooh. It's a contentious topic. We actually, you'll remember Mia from the show we did on Giantess Fetish, where we touched on this racism aspect, race play, just slightly, and it became a big thing, and we knew we had to do a bigger show. So join us Tuesday, November. November. Good Lord, where's my Ooh. brain? I don't want to be that far. Ew, that's cold. June. 
right? Join us Tuesday, June the 19th at 10 p.m. and educate yourself about the difference between the two because I've seen, here's one that I want you guys, for those of you white couples who are into cuckolding, can you please, for the love of God, stop using the phrase queen of spades? Because uh, it's been used in cuckolding for a very long time. I'm just going to say that for white folks to be using the word spade, Oh nay, nay, guys, yeah. it's not a good thing. No matter what way you slice it, spade is a racist term. Yeah. And But oh. it gets done. It's oh. used a lot. Uh, I, just so everyone knows, I won't be touching that. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but seriously, this is the kind of stuff that comes up, and I want both Mistress Mia Dark and Master Blackrod to explain to you guys, because I'm a white bitch, what do I know? I want them to explain it to you. I want them to come to you, because there has been a bit of contention online, even on Twitter, where some people have said bullshit to the spades thing, and it's like, eh, okay, I have no place in this. I have no say in this at all. Like I said, I'm Lily White over here. What the hell do I know? I want you guys to hear it their mouths, not mine. So that's why I want them on the show. They're going to explain to you what is right, what is wrong. Use your heads. But if you're white, I'm telling you right now, stop with the, the spade thing. It's nasty. So stop doing it. Anyways. Head to the com for the latest in articles from moi. You can also get my audios there. Also, check out the Body Works Chronicles on Patreon for my latest interview with them regarding Info and FOSTA. And thank all of you, including the lovely ladies who were in chat tonight, Miss Robin Wildheart, we had Mistress Lilith, and we had the beautiful Miss Polly Bell as well who were giving us their thoughts as we were going through. Thank you guys for always being there. This is just, like, amazing. I love it when you guys are here. And thank you for tuning in tonight and tuning into every other show. You guys and your enthusiasm and emails are why I do this. So until next time, please be kind to one another, be safe, and most of all, be happy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.